Hello and welcome to the Art Engager podcast with me, Claire Baum. I'm here to share techniques and tools to help you engage with your audience and bring art, objects and ideas to life. So let's dive into this week's show. Hello and welcome back to the Art Engager podcast. I'm your host, Claire Bowne of Thinking Museum, and this is episode 60. So today is another bite-sized episode. I'm talking about why it is important to be continually learning, unlearning and relearning in our work. But don't forget, last week I was talking about observation skills, why they are important, and I shared nine different thinking routines that you can use to boost your observation and description skills. Now, I've added a special resource to accompany that episode. It's got cheat sheets for each of the thinking routines mentioned. So go to the show notes and download your copy. And do listen to episode 59 if you haven't already. And before we start, if you'd like to support the show, please do so by treating me to a cup of tea on buymeacoffee.com forward slash Claire Bound. I'll put a link in the show notes. And if you like this podcast, please do go and give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. It takes a few seconds and it really is worth it. And if you really love this podcast, please write us a short review. It does help to get the word out. So Thank you. So as our bite-sized episodes are less than 10 minutes, let's get going. So there's a famous quote by Alvin Toffler that goes, The illiterate of the future are not those who can't read or write, but those who cannot learn, unlearn and relearn. Now, as educators, you're probably already quite enthusiastic about the learning part. Being a lifelong learner is something that is a part of us. We're constantly learning new things. We're constantly updating our knowledge and our practice. But learning is not just about acquiring new things to learn. It's also important to learn, unlearn and relearn. So what do we mean by this? Well, if you think back to the beginning of the pandemic in 2020, there was a lot of unlearning going on. We had to completely rewrite the rule book for the way we did things. Personally, I was used to doing all my trainings in person at that point. I dabbled in online trainings, but they weren't at the heart of what I did. So what do you do when all your upcoming trainings vanish overnight or are postponed indefinitely? Well, you need to let go of the old ways of doing things and embrace the new. And that's what I did. I called 2020 the year of experimenting without fear. So I tried out a lot of different types of online sessions, both method-based, skills-based, experience-based. I played with a lot of ways of delivering my content, one-off masterclasses, courses, subscription-based models based on live and recorded classes, or both. And there was a certain amount of discomfort at the start and a lot of worry too. I was thinking, what if this doesn't work? What if no one likes it? What if no one shows up? 
And there was a certain amount of convincing too, convincing the people I work with that online sessions could work just as well, if not better, than in person if delivered in an engaging and interactive way. And it doesn't stop there. So once you've done the unlearning, you have to do the relearning. I had to do a fair amount of letting go of the old ways of doing things and brainstorm, learn and embrace alternatives. I also had to do some rewiring so that I shook off my assumptions about what online learning had to be like. And it paid off. It's been a wonderful experience getting to know and work with educators all over the world from my Zoom screen. And I'm so glad I adapted and moved forwards. Unlearning what you think you know about something helps you to relearn what you need to know. Now, this is so important. I'm going to repeat it. Unlearning what you think you know about something helps you to relearn what you need to know. And it can be a massive shift. Say, for example, you've been trained that the most important part of your guided tours or art experiences is the information that you're sharing with your participants, your knowledge, and then learning that your participants are actually there for connection and personal discovery. This will probably cause you to start questioning all the habits you've developed when you're with a group. Likewise, if you've been taught to walk and talk and expect the group to listen to you, what happens when you find out that your group wants to interact and have substantial two-way discussions with you? So the type of things I'm talking about here are the things that we have perhaps accepted as fact for years, the things that have served us well for a long time, but are now in the way of us progressing further. And there comes a point in most people's lives when these so-called facts don't fit anymore. In Adam Grant's book, Think Again, which is all about this subject, he says that we make fun of people for using Windows 95, but many of us are still holding on to ideas and beliefs that we had in 1995. And dismantling something that's become a part of the way you work, your practice, is in the short term painful. But... The world needs people who are open to change, are adaptable and can question their assumptions. We need to be able to unlearn our habits, unconscious beliefs, our assumptions and our practices so that we can make space for the new. We need to be able to throw things out if they don't fit who we are or don't fit the organisation we're working for. Just like the example I've shared about moving from in-person training to online, we need to be able to detach ourselves from the way we have done things if it's no longer serving us or our participants. We also need to unlearn things to keep ourselves fresh and interested in our work. You can't possibly remember everything, so it's good to have a declutter now and again. 
So for example, if you've always worked with a certain artwork in a certain way, with a certain story or theme or activity, perhaps it's time to assess whether it's still working for you. Is it relevant? Is it effective? Does it engage my participants? If not, then maybe it's time to decommission it, to make some space for some new ideas. How could you approach it differently? Perhaps you could explore some new resources or chat to some colleagues. So revisit everything now and again. Just because you learnt it once doesn't mean it has to stay that way forever. And the good news about all of this is that this process is actually enjoyable once it stops being uncomfortable. Being able to adapt, unlearn and relearn will ultimately lead us to think more deeply about who we are as educators and to think more deeply about how you might want to be perceived and how you want to work in the future. And you'll be future-proofed because you're always willing to adapt and change as necessary. As the title of the book by Malcolm Goldsmith says, what got you here won't get you there. So start asking questions like, how do I know this is the best approach? Or do some forward thinking and imagine yourself in 5, 10 or 15 years from now. Ask yourself, will this be relevant in the future? What do I need to unlearn and relearn? If I take something away, what could go in its place? So some food for thought on the podcast today. And here are three final coaching questions to think about and ponder. Number one, what are a couple of things that have served you well up to this point, but need to change if you are to move ahead? Number two, what habits, beliefs, assumptions or values could you unlearn so that you make space for something new? And number three, who or what can help me to unlearn and relearn? If you want to dive a bit deeper into this subject, then I would really recommend reading Adam Grant's book, Think Again. That's it for today's Bite Size episode. Before you go, don't forget to join our Facebook community for the podcast, The Slow Looking Club. I've put a link in the show notes. And that's it for this week. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Art Engager podcast with me, Claire Bowne. You can find more art engagement resources by visiting my website, thinkingmuseum.com. And you can also find me on Instagram at Thinking Museum, where I regularly share tips and tools on how to bring art to life and engage your audience. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share with others and subscribe to the show on your podcast player of choice. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time.